Welcome to Beth and Jordan Rewatch. I'm Jordan, and I'm a nerd. And I'm Beth, and I'm also a nerd. For our show, we will rewatch TV shows and movies that Beth and I have enjoyed and try to look at them with a fresh perspective. And for this season, we'll be watching Vikings, which I have seen before, but will be Jordan's first time watching the show. So today, we're recapping Season 1, Episode 1, Rites of Passage. So welcome those of you who have been um, following along with us. You know that we've kind of taken a bit of a break. I don't know, Beth, what has it been? Maybe a month, month and a half? That we've... Oh, I don't know. Time's meaningless and has been flying by so fast. <laughs> you know, we, we're, we're now looking here. We have accomplished what we originally set out to do. You know, we just, back when we came up with the idea of recapping episodes with Avatar, The Last Airbender, we just were, I think we were just hoping we would get through that. Um, you know, and maybe, you know, hopefully it wouldn't just crash and burn because of busy schedules. Uh, we accomplished that. And now here we are looking at a new TV show. And Beth, we have decided to take a look at the TV show Vikings. I am uh, so excited. <laughs> which originally and still technically airs on the History Channel, right? Yeah, I think they're in the last part of their final season right now or something like that. Right. Beth and I are able to watch this because both of us are subscribers to Hulu. So I guess if you are interested in watching this along with us, that is the way to do it. Um, I'm not sure if it's and if they want to give us a sponsorship, that's cool too. <laughs> Shout out to them. Come <laughs> on, Hulu. We're basically plugging your service here. Um, or even not a sponsorship. How about just like maybe make my subscription free? Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, but in any case, uh, Beth, do you want to explain to everyone kind of our thought process on doing the TV show? Sure. So um, we both kind of wanted for this season to do a show that one of the, us had seen before and the other person had not. Um, we kind of just wrote out a list of shows both of us liked and ranked them and voted on them and Vikings ended up winning. Um, I actually haven't seen all of this show before. Um, I binged it really hard, like third or fourth year of medical school and then just dropped it. Um but I was really, really into Vikings when I was watching it. And knowing how much of a history nerd both Jordan and I are, I am so excited to be getting into this show. Oh, absolutely. And I have heard many good things about the TV show. I have many friends who have watched it and who have been like, it's a good show. You should watch it. And I've been like, okay. And then, you know, didn't do anything about it. Um, so I, I'm kind of glad because this forces me, or I, I don't know, not forces me, but gives me a good reason to get into it. Uh, I'm excited to watch it for the first time. I'm going to get all of my all my viking history um ready to go um i will say my original grump with this tv show when i heard it was on was that it was a very fictionalized show on the history channel and i was just certain like somebody was going to believe it was real and i was annoyed by that i mean there are real parts to it <laughs> <laughs> well i mean at least it ain't ancient it is an ancient alien so i think true right there um but that being said, um, we are going to do a couple of things differently. Uh, for now, we are still doing our recaps, um, although we're still kind of trying to feel this out. And so there may be some changes along the way. Uh, because I have, this is my first time seeing it, I just quite frankly don't feel comfortable doing recaps. But Beth feels comfortable trying to recap our episodes. Um, and quite frankly, she was just more successful when we did Avatar anyway. So um, Beth will be attempting to recap Season 1, Episode 1, Rites of Passage. Um, I will give her 90 seconds because it's a 40-minute episode, and that seems only fair. Uh, Beth, any last word? Let's do this thing. Here we go in three, two, one, 
go. All right, show opens up with Ragnar and Rollo raiding in Latvia. Ragnar looks over and sees a specter of Odin, which we don't know what it means at the time. Title screen. Anyways, they're all back in Katagat, which is part of, I think, Norway. They take uh, Ragnar and Lagertha, decide that uh, it's time for Bjorn to go to the thing, which is like council meeting thing. Um, they go, they meet the Earl, who's like, now we're going to raid east, even though Ragnar's like, no, I want to raid west. Um, and he's trying to convince Rollo, his brother, to go along with it. Um, a man gets beheaded it, during the thing, and they kind of learn a little bit more about Norse culture. And then... Uh, Ragnar goes and sees the seer who gives him some cryptic messages that don't mean anything at this point. They go back to Kattegat and they find Floki, the shipbuilder, and convince him to build a ship for them that ends up sailing well. Um, and But they're seen by the Earl and who could what could that mean? Oh no, things are going to go badly. Also while they're away, Lagertha beats off some rapists, or fights off some rapists, and yeah, that's all I got. You actually made that in a minute. I'm just so used to doing a minute. <laughs> Yeah, seconds left. So nice. And I, and I guess slight spoiler alert. So I will admit that I did not, I didn't know the guy was Odin. By the way, um, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I guess something we'll feel out in this whole thing is how to spoil slash not spoil things. But anyway, we'll talk more about that in the actual analysis portion. And so just like old times, we're getting into the analysis portion of rites of passage. Um, it's, you know, okay, so from somebody for whom this is the first time I've ever seen it, you know, the thing about the pilot episode of the first episode of any, any series is it's all about, you know, putting the pieces on the board. It's all about figuring who the crap anybody is. Um, and, you know, we get this first, this first teaser scene. Um, and as you mentioned in our... Um, in our recap, you know, it's this bat, it's the, this battle over in the Baltic, um, where it's these Vikings, just these two Viking brothers, just going to town, and all of a sudden we see, I guess what I thought was death. That's my fault. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was a spoiler. I'm like, oh, old man surrounded by crows, bringing souls to Valhalla. Obviously, it's Odin. I spent way too much time reading mythology as a kid. <laughs> Noted. Anyway, no, 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 no hard, no hard feelings. Like there was just, I was just like, oh, like, and I don't know, honestly, the whole crow symbolism to me, like, oh, it was just like, oh yeah, this is totally death going on here. It, no, it just shows that you know more about Norse mythology than I do. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's an, it, I don't know, it's an interesting setup to just, to just right off the bat be like, I mean, the message you get right off the bat is this show is going to be bloody. Um, this show is going to be brutal and cruel um and our main character is a good fighter (laughs) yes and our main character is a good fighter um and so then of course you know we launch into as you kind of mentioned you know we go to we go to maybe norway somewhere in scandinavia who knows um somewhere in the viking lands uh and we really kind of get set up on who each character is um and i guess maybe that would be the best way to kind of start is like how you know what are our impressions we get of of each character so let's start with the guy who is our main character. Let's start with Ragnar. Yeah. So what? So what? So yeah. Go ahead. What? What do you feel like is kind of the impression? And, and you so, know more than I do. I yeah. That's the tough thing is I know more like kind of about what happens later on. But for right now, all we know about him is he's a good fighter. He's a bit of a rebel, and he's his family is important to him. That's kind of right. all we learn in this episode. Right. 
and, and Ragnar is just kind of an interesting one. Like, I think my impression one episode in is we have protagonists, but everybody has some big character flaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I look, so when I look at Ragnar, like he is very confident and sure of himself and definite, but, but, but that leads sometimes to being willing to bend the rules, like his ambition. Like I could see, Oh, this is going to be so interesting for you. And I'm so sorry because you, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to, I'm going to take guesses and, and oh, I hope like, you do. This is fun. Yeah. Like I'm just going to take some guesses here. Like, like what I foresee for Ragnar is this ambition is going to bite him somehow. Um, I don't know. It just seems to be a TV trope sort of thing. Um, because he, I mean, I mean, there are bits in here where it shows he has a decent heart. Um, and so he's not like a protagonist that you begrudgingly support. His fatherliness is to be applauded. Um, he's, like he really wants his son Bjorn um, to be a good warrior. And there is love there. Um, he is a good husband to his wife. He respects her. Um, doesn't seem to coddle her or anything and, and like respects her authority and um, in certain situations. And so like, you know, seems to be a good father husband figure. Um, but man, just like he, he, he's willing to take the risks in his, in his, in his glory houndedness, he is willing to take some risks and willing to, to do it. And I, and I guess I foresee that perhaps being to the detriment of himself or people around him. And we've already seen that a little bit, right? Like during the episode when they're at the thing, Earl Haraldson calls him aside after he calls him to go, like the men to go to the West and is like, get out of my business. Like, this is my like earldom, not yours kind of a thing. You're a right. farmer. You should be content with your lot. Right. And Earl, and Earl Haraldson is an, is another, in, is another interesting one. Like, and I don't know, maybe if we want to like look over at him next, but like Earl Haraldson is, he, he's in such an interesting situation. Like there is a bit, as I was watching it, there was a bit of sympathy originally just because like he is a ruler um, he rules Viking clans, like so. He has he has the tough job of keeping them in line. Um, on the other hand, like it becomes very obvious from the beginning that this guy will not just be an antagonist, um, as he opposes Ragnar's dis- uh, uh, view to go to the west, but he also the whole the whole beheading. Mm-hmm. A whole beheading is an interesting scene. Yeah. Like, because honestly, like, the, the guy was convicted of murder. He chose the form of his death. Like, it was an honorable thing. And then Haraldson is like, throw his body to the pigs. He'll never enter Valhalla. And then we learn that he had ambitions on that man's land. And it's like, oh. Right. Oh. Right. And so it's just like, and so we get, so I, the opening ideas that we get is Earl Haraldson is, while he is leader, he is cruel and, and is, yeah, and did, did not win his, I mean, I mean, there's a certain, there's gotta be a certain understanding that like the, like, I'm just imagining at these times, like becoming a leader has to be done obviously through some, some level of strength, but it seems to be, that's the only way in which he has his respect is through strength. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem to be that he has his subjects affection. Definitely um, not. And 
I, I don't know even if in Viking society, like being affectionate towards your ruler is something that would be applauded or even wanted. Like strength is obviously something that's very important, but like it was almost cruelty more than strength that he exhibited there. Exactly. Yeah. There's a, a ruthlessness. And so, and so I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure even, I mean, I'm sure in every human society, like, I don't know. I, I feel like in every human society, there has to be, you know, some desire to actually like your rulers. Um, and so, but, but it's clear like that that's not why people obey him. They obey him because it is, it is their duty. Um, he is the one, as he says, he is the one who owns the ships. Um, you know, he is the one who is the wealthiest. He is the one who has control of the, like has the power. Therefore that is why you respect him. Um, but it is clear that if all things were equal, people, people know he's not a good man. Mm -hmm. And Ragnar has that like inborn charisma and maybe Mm -hmm. Haraldson feels threatened by that because he knows that Ragnar is a more popular person. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think you're, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, Rag, I mean, one Ragnar, one, even just the fact that he has these out of the box desires and, and things he wants to do, that's just going to attract people anyway. Um, and then two, just the fact that like, I don't know, like I go back to Ragnar for all of his faults of ambition does appear to be a good father and a good husband. And so like is like fulfills his duties. I would say honorably, although I say that and then I think about how he goes and visits Loki, but still, um, so yeah, I don't know. You just have a contrast of two people who are imperfect uh, and not perfectly evil or not perfectly good, but definitely clear like who you would root for and who you should not root for. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then my mind wants to go over to Olaf. Olaf? Olaf, Olaf. Did I say his name wrong? Uh-oh. Wait, which one? His brother, Ragnar's Rolo. brother? Rolo. Oh, low. Oh, Rolo. Like Rolo like the candy. Oh, oh. <laughs> with apologies to Olaf, the, the little snowman. Um, <laughs> Rolo. Really? His name is Rolo? His name is Rolo. All right. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> th- we'll, we'll get we'll get better at this. I promise. I'll, I'll realize that you're the learning real- all the characters for the first time. They all have like Norwegian names. Like it's going to be tough. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember what Ragnar's wife's name is. Um, like Ertha. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know that I know that his daughter's name is Gita. Yeah. Because he says her name a lot. Um, also, I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm looking over at my notes, and I have, like, I really, see, I even wrote the word Olaf. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Rolo. Okay. Rolo. I, I will remember that. Um, but yeah, I wrote down, I wrote down a family tree of names that I caught. Um, but Rolo. Rolo seems an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what? Would, oh, it's, it's just it's, it's just so. Yeah, it's tough for yeah. me to talk because like right. I know what's coming, but I forgot like what a sleaze ball he is this episode. <laughs> right. Oof. Like just. Uh, uh, sorry. What did you say? His wife's name. What did you say? Uh, Lagertha. Lagertha. Uh huh. Lagertha. Okay. Not gonna remember that. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> But I don't know, just the way he, you know, tries to approach her, you know, the way he, uh, I don't know, just, it's it's so disappointing because he seems like just this good guy and this good uncle, um, you know, he listens to his brother's, 
ideas, and he doesn't immediately shoot them down. You know, he just, he, you know, he's skeptical, and you can't blame him for that. Uh, but, you know, he hears him out when he feels like his brother has a good idea. He's like, all right, you know, he he's buying it. He goes with it. He's a good uncle, you know, to Bjorn. Um, you know, we just get all these things about like, oh, these just seem like a good pair of brothers. And then he goes over to, see, I forgot her name. Lagertha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and then we're just like, oh. I know, because they're setting him up to see, be such like a good guy. And then it's like out of left field, he starts like making moves on Ragnar's wife. And it's like, oh, I just bought my mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just. Mm. And I guess maybe again, with me not knowing anywhere where this goes, um, you know, maybe because they're about to go on Viking adventures and try to find, you know, like Iceland and Greenland and all that stuff, like, you know, maybe they'll, or I don't know, I don't know, do they know, do they know, I probably shouldn't ask you this, mm-hmm. I was going to say, do they, do they know England's a thing? Oh. Uh, yeah, good answer, <laughs> good answer. Um, but yeah, so... I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe the fact that they'll be off doing those things, prop, at least in my mind, I, I, th- I see them doing it together. Maybe that will keep some of the sleaze ball, sleaze balliness in mm-hmm. check. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, come on, Rolo. Yeah. And especially since he's got so little character other than like good uncle through the rest of the episode. It's like that's the overwhelming thing that you're left with. Like the, the only impression of Rolo that you get is like Rolo equals sleaze ball. <laughs> right. <sighs> Dang it, Rolo. Mm-hmm. It would have been just so much better if your name was Olaf. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, and then I don't know. You know, we get, I guess in this episode, it really it really did just feel like uh, putting the pieces on the board. The presence of Odin is an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, you know, what is, you know, for one, what does it mean that Ragnar can see Odin? Um, you know, whereas like Rolo could not. Um, what, what does it mean? You know, the one, the one thing that kind of, um, I don't know, was interesting and maybe confusing was when, and it was right as, uh, Rolo is, you know, hitting on Ragnar's wife, um, is when Ragnar sees, uh, Odin and he see, and like, he takes that as the sign that he's making the right decision. And to me, I'm just kind of interested by that. And I was like, really? That's like, you took that as the sign? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. like, like, again, in my mind, again, I thought he was, a, I thought he was like an angel of death, like sort of person. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm putting too much. Kind of is, but also like, he's a, he's the, like, he's the king of the, the father of the gods. He's like the, he exemplifies wisdom and like foresight and things like that. So uh, like seeing this like Odin in general is a good sign but like knowing that it's like he's like the personification of wisdom in this culture is probably like ah oh, I'm making a wise choice like this is the right path for me to be on at least that's okay. the way I see it okay now that makes some sense because I was just honest and again I was confused because I took him as just like as as the personification of death um but I was just like, why is seeing death like making you so confident in your decision making? Mm-hmm. But if, but if you yeah, if you put it in that way, that makes a little bit more sense. Um, yeah. Yep. What? Go ahead. What do you want to talk about? Now? I was gonna say, I feel like the only two characters left are Lagertha and Floki. But right. There's and not like, a whole lot of character development for either of them. <laughs> right. 
And Lagertha, you know, basically it's just like, she's a good, strong woman who can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and while she obviously loves Ragnar, she also doesn't need him. Yeah. Which is why I love her so much later on, but she's just a right. badass. I adore her. <laughs> yes, she is. I, I did love, and you know, it is, it is refreshing to see, and, and granted in Viking culture, this would make sense. It is refreshing to see a woman not meet her husband. And like when the evil bad guys come and they're just like, ha ha ha, your husband's away. You're screwed. And she's just like, yeah, no, you're dead now. Yeah, You couldn't kill me if you fought for a hundred years. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yep. And then he comes back. He's like, oh, did anything happen while I was gone? She's like, no. <laughs> no I love how there's just like that pause. She thinks about it and she's like, no. Nah. Like, <laughs> like as if she's genuinely trying to think if anything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so inconsequential to her. Right. I, I do love that. Um, and then Floki, um, from the sound of it, he's going to be playing a little bit more. Like, I just kind of viewed him as a one-off thing, but from the sound of it, maybe maybe we're having some more of him. Just because I brought him up. <laughs> yeah, just because you brought him up. Yeah, uh, he's a recurring character. Gotcha. He's a bit of an odd duck. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. And that's literally all you get from him. Is Basically. Like, Fun like, actor fact, though. He's a Skarsgård. He's a who what now? One of the Skarsgårds. Like, Pennywise, brother, slash, true blood, slash, their dad is Stellan Skarsgård, who's in, like, everything. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. That didn't mean anything to me, but that's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I know a cool actor fact. <laughs> There's there's somebody out there there's somebody out there who heard that and was just like oh yeah and, I, and, I just went, and that just totally went over my head but that's okay. fair enough um but yeah so I don't know yeah I feel like that's all we I mean obviously incredibly intelligent um you know as he's describing why his longboat should work better I don't know like the little I know about like physics and engineering it made sense to me yep he's just uh, freaking nuts yeah he is he's crazy. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he sees Odin all the time. Oh, probably. <laughs> but yeah, um, a cool thing though with this being that yeah, with this show being on the History Channel, one thing they really did try to do was try to get the aesthetic and like the technology really right for the era. Um, I haven't looked into the boat as much, but for the compass, like that was legit a thing that Vikings used to traverse the seas. Nice. I had one. I had wondered about, and I liked. I mean, I liked that uh, Rolo picked up on that right away, how it would all work. But that's awesome because that I thought I did. Th- I did think that was kind of nifty. And like, I, like I had to think hard through it. And I was just like, OK, yeah, that does make sense. Yep. That's awesome. So the so the compass is real. I mean, we don't know about the, the longboat. Right. Um, I do. I do know calling it the thing like I what little I know is that is accurate. Like that is like to yep. us, that sounds like a weird. That sounds like a weird turn of language. Why are you calling it the thing? That's. <laughs> That's what you called like meetings of the council. You called them the thing. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there's a meeting place. You you've been to, you've been to Iceland. Yeah. And, and I've been to Iceland. Um, maybe this is why we picked Vikings. Um, <laughs> but we but you've heard of the All Thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the All Thing, um, dear listener, is considered to be one of the oldest um, like meetings of government um, in the whole world. Like it, like what was it in like 900 AD or something? Something like that. Like that. Uh, and you can go and visit where the all thing met. Uh, and incidentally, that same name is now what the Icelandic government calls their like their their legislative house. Oh, really? Yeah, that's so cool, right? Isn't it? Um, 
So it's an interesting quirk of translation, but yeah, that that is a that is genuine. Um, but yeah, that's all the, that's all the real trivia knowledge I I know. Yeah, it's just a lot of setup this episode, so there's not a whole lot I think sure. else to analyze or delve into. So for sure, I will say music I thought was excellent. Um, it really kind of got me into the mood. Um, I, it has very Game of Thronesy vibes going on. Um, maybe maybe a little tamer than Game of Thrones is. It is on the uh, History Channel. <laughs> it's, it's true. Um, it's not on it's not on HBO, but um, but yeah, I, I actually I'm kind of impressed for HBO. I thought the quality of the of the filming was actually pretty good. Conclude our episode. We will dish out ratings. Uh, I think I think keeping the same logic as Avatar is good. Um, we will do this on a five-point scale uh, with decimal points allowed. But we do, even though our ratings are arbitrary, we do have to back up why we gave such a weird arbitrary rating. <laughs> um, so here we are, Beth, on season one, episode one, the rites of passage. Um, what did you feel like the rating should be for this episode? <sighs> I feel like this is tough because, like, I, I have to, like, completely put Avatar out of my mind. Like, this is a different show. I have to rate them in relation to each other. Right. But, like, I think I'm going to give this one a 4.2. Like, it was enough for me to get really interested to see where it was going. I liked the historical parts of it. I feel like it introduced the characters really well. But it's not, like, one of those, like, I'm going to go crazy and watch this episode a ton of times. It's just a very, it's a functional episode. Right. I think that logic is pretty sound. Um, I would have gone with a 3.8, um, which is, I don't know. Again, it's, again, it's so tricky because I'm, so I'm like, from my perspective, I'm trying to just think of like all TV I'd watch mm-hmm. and yeah, like, you know, not doing it compared to our episodes of Avatar, but just all TV I would watch. How would I rate it? And so I feel like it's like, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, it, but it, it was, it was so much just figuring out who people are that it was probably an episode that was more um, more of an education than it was of sit back and watch what's happening. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, hopefully then as we now head into episode two, it'll be a little bit more of a ride. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Beth and Jordan Rewatch, where we rewatch our favorite movies and shows and discuss what we love about them. You can find all of our episodes on anchor.fm slash BJ Rewatch or on Spotify at Beth and Jordan Rewatch.